listen to a long and complex case, murder in the first degree. The premeditated murder is the most serious charge tried in our criminal courts. We are faced with a grave responsibility. Thank you, gentlemen. obvious from the word go. He was born in a slum. Slums are breeding grounds for criminals. I know it and so do you. Was well, Bonnie not guilty? Oh boy, oh boy, there's always one. Who tells you that you have the right to play like this with a man's life? You can't send someone off to die on evidence like that. He didn't change his vote. I did. I'm convinced. Not guilty. You lousy bunch of bleeding fools. saw Sputnik 2 carry a dog into space. The Brooklyn Dodgers moved to Los Angeles, and Frisbees were introduced to the public. In this climate, Orion Nova released 12 Angry Men, a film where all the famous white character actors of the day were cooped up in a sweaty room until they came up with a consensus. It's like the pandemic, but they could leave as soon as they all agreed. And now our hosts, Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky and Roberta Pennington try to tear down what Hollywood has built up. It's Starkitects. Guys, we watched a movie. Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. We watched 12 Angry Men. I have to like a TV special. I have to I have to say um the producer Roberta, she, you know, we we have this we have it scheduled and she sends sends us invites about, you know, on her puts on her calendar. And this calendar invite had ten angry men oh. on it. And is there a movie called Ten Angry Men? No, I don't know if like the 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 two that you're leaving out were like me and Vince or something like that. Like, <laughs> I, maybe that's the Oregon version because you know in in Oregon you don't need to have a unanimous jury to uh, to convict. You just have to be passive aggressive, like most Oregon. So, right. but so before this, this... we start talking about <laughs> oh, the boom sorry. movie, let me introduce my people. Me, I'm Roberta Pennington. I'm a commercial interior designer out of Portland, Oregon. Been doing it for a long time. To my <laughs> left, <laughs> been doing it for a long time. <laughs> my left, my favorite favorite person in all the world. Oh, me. <laughs> Wait. I'm Vince Galea. No, the radon detector! Yay! <laughs> well, his Vince first name's Galea, Ray. And the oh, details of my life are Ray quite Ray Don Detector. <laughs> Ray Don John. 
Hi. No, it's Vince. Yay. Yay. Yay, Vince. Hello. <laughs> and finally, the lone wolf, the gray hero. This, the, the, the favorite person left of the radon. <laughs> the silver. Silver. The silver radon does to your hair. Oh, yeah. Just, it just, just sucks the color right out of it. <laughs> It's Jeff Willenski. It is me. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hi, I have experience talking with Roberta hey. and Vince. Hey. 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 So we watched the 1957 Twelve Angry Men with Henry Fonda, Jack Klugman, Ed Bagley do we Sr. A, do we have enough time to list the powerhouse acting in this movie? Martin Balsam. I'm so stoked. Yep, Martin Balsam. It was sort of and? like sort of like the love boat. But but a jury. Yeah, it's like the white dude love boat. There is, there are no minorities in this movie. Spoiler. Oh, well, they well, they make that very clear. Except for the and guy, the guy on trial, the guy on trial who's, who is like whitish, mild, mildly Puerto Rican. Yeah, mild. Yeah, but ne- you never, you never. <laughs> well, Jack Klugman was the minority. I think he's Italian. Hey, <laughs> right. Hey, you're a greasy dago. How do you hold a knife? Oh God. Okay. That's why time goes so fast. So we watched the twelve. We watched the twelve angry men. Um, oh my god, there are two spiders. I'm flipping out. They're from Mars too. Oh, that's just the oh, little just daddy, daddy long legs. legs. There's the one there, it. and there's one there. There's a, a one there. The, daddy daddy long long. the one there. There's a one there. Um. So anywho, we watched twelve angry men. I ended up selecting this one. I, it's a Roberta selection because uh, Henry Fonda is an architect. Yes. I wanna. I want to state. How much we talk about architecture in this movie, where it's like, hey, Jack, what do you do? I'm an architect. Moving on. Done. Credits. (laughs) (laughs) He said, architect, we're done. (laughs) And 12 Angry Men. There's no way Henry Fonda was an architect. That dude, that was some Kaiser Sosa shit he pulled in that room, man. He, He broke all of those people. He took 11... People he did. That's true. And turn their votes. Maybe he is an architect. I think. He's I mean, Kaiser Sosa. We. That's very true. We spend a lot of time convincing people to accept something they're vehemently opposed. to. And you to notice his last name was room. Viceroy, and then the pack of cigarettes were Viceroys on the. No, I'm and, kidding. And he did but, know how to handle a switchblade. That is true. Hell yeah, he want he, he, he does that, that to get his dollar dollar bills. Detector, right? Well, we find out that juror number eight, aka. Henry Fonda. At the very end of the movie, his name is Davis. Davis. We don't know if it's his first name or his last name, mm-hmm. but we know that his old man sitting next to him, is, his name's McGargle. <laughs> What's his name? McGargle? McGargle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that oh. cute little old man. They were running out of names. He at reminded me. But the thing is, there was, no name. there was like three names in the whole thing. Yeah. McGargle. Uh. McGargle. <laughs> this, I oh, say, so. You, Henry Fonda, mm-hmm. not Peter Fonda. Henry Fonda. The actual actor. The actual actor. Yeah. Jack Klugman, family. as you said. Ed Bagley, senior. senior. Lee J. Cobb. Oh, man. So good. Martin Balsam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. E.G. Marshall. Yeah. Jack Warden. Yeah. And John Fielder. Yeah. He, you've, you you see him. You know who he is. Uh, a lot of these guys, they're, if you saw him, so you know they're. This movie, I've never actually seen this all the way through. This is this is some really good. Stuff. I love this movie. This it's is some so really hard. good stuff. I mean, directed by the Sidley Sid Sidley Sidney 
Lumet. Yes. Yes. Amazing. It's no, I mean it's a great play. It is. It's but but Wait, what, what came first, the play or the movie? The chicken. Um it's a teleplay. Oh. It was a teleplay, I thought. Oh, I I thought it was just like a play? converted from, from a play. From I don't a play. I didn't do my Google searches. I'm, I don't know. I'm a sleepy bear these days. Thank no, but asking. it was it was done before in some fashion. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but, but it was beautifully done. Yeah, it was I mean, just it, like just that claustrophobic. God damn it! Come up with a decision already, kind of feeling. It was so great, and I love I love the beginning, getting the feel for the courthouse where you had the people celebrating, but at the same time it then pans into this courtroom where you have this like disenfranchised judge, like and now this is your responsibility. Someone will die. Blah blah blah. Yeah, ju- this is just like Harry Anderson. <laughs> and I can't believe that the prosecuting attorney was Dan Fielding. I know. And the bailiff, Bull and Roz, come in. This is like, I thought that was over the top. Oh, wait, guys. Uh, I got one for you. Here's my meme. My meme. This is something that I think in the rated R version, Dan Fielding would say, hey, look, you may call it a little bit of toilet paper on your labia, but I call it clitty litter. Clitty <laughs> litter. <Thank> okay. <laughs> clitty litter. Okay. No? Is, is it because it's a pussy? Is it like going to be a night court, like porn parody of? Some you don't sort? think that's funny? I really, th- no, I, I don't think that's. Funny. But I thought it was really bad that the def- that the the defendant attorney's name was actually but Marky you, Post. But if you could that let me know, bad. listeners, that if you think Clee Litter is funny, email us at info. Starkitexpodcast dot com. Litter. That's Yikes! Yikes! Clee Litter. Ah! Write in and vote no. <laughs> Check no. Check or that let us know on box. Facebook or Instagram. That's Starkitect's podcast. <laughs> Guys, I'm so tired. This is an open and shut case, apparently, in this movie. Hmm. But Henry Fonda makes them think a bit. In yeah. This movie. Um, like I said, in Oregon, this wouldn't have been a movie. They would have been like, okay, who's in favor of convicting? Eleven? One, one yeah. opposed. Moving on. Well, I did not know that. I didn't know there was only ten in Oregon. It's true. It's true. I heard it on the radio, so you know it's true. <laughs> oh, I know. I feel like this is going to be one of our shortest episodes. I have one page on one side of notes. The rest you, of the time, I was just engaged. You were just thinking about the ball game that you had tickets. <laughs> I mean, it was the Yankees versus Cleveland. Cleveland. Woo! It was. It was yeah. the Yankees versus Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. I uh, and con- and true confession, I fell asleep twice during the movie. <laughs> so you were that enthralled, and you were that engaged. Once they cue that like oboe solo in there, that's like deep in thought. The that sort of Star Trek oboe when everyone's like being all introspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Truth be told, I was up from eleven p.m. to seven in the morning the night before. So my sleep schedule is totally wicked a whack. It's also why I'm tired right now. And then I got up again early so I could watch the movie. Because what happens in my home when I turn the TV on, my child saunters in and says, could we watch one of my shows? And he said, 12 Angry Men. <laughs> that happened to be one of his shows. He, he is, loves it. He, he loves, loves that the drama. Quincy. He likes to save the drama for his mama. He likes <laughs> he to sit there and Quincy. watch it. I was mostly stru- struck by the smoking in a public building. Yeah. There were six ashtrays on the table. Six. 
Yeah, there was a lot. It was smoke. They did a good job that it's just smoky in there oh. and they're all sweating because it's sp- supposedly super hot. And then on top of it, halfway through uh, this film, it starts raining, mm. which just makes it like grosser. Got, yeah. Ugh. It was interesting that Henry Fonda had a hard time closing a window. Hey, he just wants to talk. He's an architect. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. I mean, he's, he's like my feeble arms. I can't. <laughs> I wish I had my 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 kooky car and annoying glasses to help me. I know he's wearing white seersucker. What was that? Was so that's obviously something. I mean, like he's like this beacon of yeah. light in this very like drab room. He's wearing this bright white suit. That's I, that's what I would imagine Kaiser Soso would wear. Yeah, I right? think every time a fan is turned on. An angel gets its wings. And a Henry Fonda gets his wings. <laughs> right. When you, when you, did you notice the light switch was upside down? Girl, that's how my house was wired. Like all of the light switches are reverse. So when that happened, I was like, oh, they must have the same contractors. <laughs> People who did my house. Oof. Hmm, they're hung like light switches. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, this, uh, this was um, just some pretty great acting. Uh, it was directed super well. Uh, yeah, it was a little dramatic for me. The, the one like, problem: where, where are the the space guns? Where are the CGI pew, robots? Pew. No, the one thing that I did actually have a problem with it the uh, the score. The very little that there was mm. was very schmaltzy TV. Oboe, the oboe solo. Yeah, yeah just like it, it, I agree, it was very. It, it took me out of it. Star Trekky. It, yeah, it took me out of it. Yeah, it's an architect. Out. In space? <laughs> I'd watch that. An architect in space. See, you get a little preview of who he is because he's standing by the window looking out at the cityscape and then he knows the the building names. The Wool- the Woolworth building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never been in it. Never been in it. Right. Was that Jack Warden? Um, I can't remember. It's one of those white guys. One of the white guys. Not- yeah, so there's a lot of – and I it, was it Ed Bagley Sr.? <laughs> Ed Bagel Senior, the racist. He's just he, you know, keeps just saying those people. Now, this was a very yes. These people are dangerous. Yeah, these people, those people, and we never get. They never say what exact like race or or ethnic group they're talking mm. about in here. It's just in general. The mildly Puerto Rican, mildly Puerto Rican, like brushed <laughs> with a dust- some Puerto a Re- dusting of Puerto uh, Rican, yeah, dusting a Puerto Rican uh, on this. These poor people kid. are dangerous. They're dangerous. I, you know, the only time I ever th- when, my first impression of Puerto Ricans growing up in Ohio, I saw some movie with like a was Menudo. It, so it was a was movie. Your first Story? impression? No, it was some movie that had a guy from Menudo in it, and he like Ricky Martin. I think no, it's called Salsa. Oh, it's either salsa easy. or lambada. I can't remember. The but lambada it, it is was a, oh, the terrible. Dance, yeah. But he did like dance. some like really fast spin in like a garage. He yeah. was dancing like choo choo, and he spun. And the relaxer was on his hair, choo choo. The relaxer in his hair just like did like a total sprinkler oh, on his dance partner. And I'm soul just like, glow. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well. Lombada, the Forbidden Planet. Now we got. Oh! Now we got a sci-fi. You're gonna need an architect in space spicy for spicy dance. I'm in. Moving and he'll planet. just say, "You're all innocent." 
at the very end, he just comes down in a white seersucker suit. We're all going to walk down the steps and go our separate ways. Right. Yeah. It'll be like Cab Calloway in Blues Brothers. He was kind of doing that limpy thing. He was doing the limpy thing. And then he sort of like unlimped as he was walking along. He did. He did. Kaiser Sosa. It's Kaiser Sosa. He did the limp. (laughs) I can't wait. Vince, let's unpack your theory. Because it's the only way we're going to get this podcast to go beyond a half hour. (laughs) (laughs) What was what was the with the so uh, one of the jurors is an advertising guy. He was like the youngest guy. Yeah, he was hot. I think Joel thought so too. When he put his glasses on, I was like, Um, but he. Sweet mystery, at last, I last, I what found was the mystery? You. Uh, the what? Why did he like constantly talk about like what he does and uh, the buzzwords of running it up the flagpole, throwing Cause, it outside? Because he's for, an ad man, and he's just like, the, "Hey, guess what? Me, 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 me." Right, right, guys. I'm so clever and fun. Make sure you think of me when you need. Something clever so, done. So he's just like a madman. He was advertising kinda. himself. Yeah, yeah. And he was hot. <laughs> I'm sure we're missing like, a look, whole I got, big I got to get this. back to my office so I can smoke and drink <laughs> while I pull down a, like a huge and look paycheck. At my, look at my receptionist who has pointy boobs. <laughs> All over those. Um, so um, they mentioned that this trial from arrest to trial, three months. Now- oh. That's really fast. This is almost Lori Laughlin fast, you know. And ironically, when I switched off the movie, it was the episode where Uncle Jesse gets Boom. married <laughs> to Lori Laughlin. Lori, oh, people feel sorry for sorry for me, Laughlin. Oh, most me smell. Um, oh, when you said Uncle Jesse, I thought you were talking about the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Looks no. like those Duke boys are at it again. Mm. Good old boys. No. They have a meaning no harm. Uh. No, Uncle Jesse. To Uncle Jesse. Full house, yo. Yeah, I never watched that. Being from San Francisco myself, I knew it was just fake. So fake. I had It's fake. I only found five uh actual professionals in the room. Okay. I had painter, advertiser, watchmaker. Some guy who owns a messenger service and That's the architect. Uh, Jack, Jack Jack Warden sold marmalade for $23,000 in one year. Marmalade. He was a salesman. Salesman. And then what did Jack Klugman do? He was just a greasy... He, 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 he was yeah, he was just he was just a greaser <laughs> with a switchblade. Now, I'd like to um, let the audience know, full disclosure, Vincent... Is a greasy dago. Is a- <laughs> and that's, you know, that's why time moves so fast. Every time he turns yeah, around, he sees a dago. I cannot um, tell you how many times someone has said, hey, how do you hold the switchblade the right way? <laughs> <laughs> you grease guinea. You sl- You know what I heard? When Vince gets a flat tire, it goes wop, 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 It's dago Wop 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 wop. <laughs> there you go wop wop wop. Now 
This switchblade. Now, maybe Vince can explain this to us. But anyway, <laughs> the switchblade business. That, looked, that, that switchblade looked kind of like it had an Asian flair. It, to it. did. Like, you know, oh, those you, people. Did you right. go down to Chinatown and buy that? Downtown. Down to Chinatown. <laughs> downtown. Lights so bright when you're down Chinatown. <laughs> um... Now the relationships are no good down the, on Skid Row. No, Sebastian Bach has nothing to do with this. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Switchblade, the Switchblade life, Vince. Yes. Now, was this just popular? <laughs> hashtag Switchblade life. Hashtag Switchblade life. Um, was this just popular in the fifties? Like, what? When were Switchblades like well, the weapon of choice? I mean, if you watch Grease. If you've watched West Side with the obviously crazy boy Natalie Wood, obviously Puerto Rican, go man go, but not like some yo yo school boy. Just keep it cool, boy. Real cool. Come on. <laughs> it's the all musical Starkitects. Um, yeah, yeah, there must have been something that's like, oh, you can't show a gun on TV. So we're just going to make everyone who's like, dangerous was like a switchblade. Hey, man. <laughs> Click. I mean, I had a switchblade comb as a kid. Oh, that's very dangerous. Very dangerous. You know, hurt my little white collegiate hands. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what made your hair gray? <laughs> it did. <laughs> <laughs> the switchblade. It just, it just combed the color right out of it. He's like Phil Donahue, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah it's just so shiny. It's a, it's a just... Uh, so, so, it's a, He's so, like Tam so, from Queer Eye. Where's Marlo? Um, He's totally got a French tuck on his hoodie. Now, when they... When uh, Henry Fonda, the architect, obviously an architect, um, when he's trying to defend this kid in the story... Uh, the, I think it was Lee J. Cobb. He's like, what is this? Love your underprivileged brother week? <laughs> I wrote that down too. <laughs> there, it, it was just so, it was a little bit like over the top on just how like. Silly, crazy racist. Silly, yeah, silly, <laughs> just silly racist uh, on these guys. I, but not McGarkle. I was amazed at how fast he was able to turn them. He I did. just like that you, you have Mr. Calling. Whatever if, it's true. If if you're doing architecture, you should quit. Martin and... Martin Balsam just when that one time they went around the room, he's like, Yeah, not guilty. Like, when did he get turned? <laughs> yeah. You didn't even see Martin Balsam get turned. They just come back to him and it hits him. He's like, not guilty. You know what? The, uh, not the advertising guy just keeps switching. He's like, guilty, not guilty. She's my sister, she's my daughter. Right. She's my daughter. She's my sister. Right. And I think that's telling of the character itself. Let's dive deeper into the hot one. The hot one. Um, so you're talking about Ed Bagley Sr., obviously. Oh, boy. Now, he when had it, some roasted chicken lips. Well, Ed Bagley Jr. is not much better. <laughs> he has roasted chicken face. He's like a roasted chicken cat. He has like, he is! OMG, Vince! 
convinced you cracked the code. He's like Thanksgiving walking in. The, 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 the thing I have about Ed Bailey Jr. is that he has like that that lisp thing going on. Can we hear him? He kind of has like a little mush mouth when he talks. Oh, those he always, people. He always wore those like really round glasses too, which I just never liked. Yeah, and he's like super, super tall, like freakishly tall. And then like, but his dad was like a little squat guy. So it was just yeah. really, it was interesting. His mom was a hot air balloon. Did you know that? I did not know yeah. that. A hot air balloon. She went, wow. She had some great balloons appeared. on her. It just appeared. She was a hot air balloon. She had. Yeah. So, so oh, the, God damn it, Vince. I've never, I've we never. We talked about pervy laugh. Now, <laughs> oh, let's, ta- let's talk about Henry Fonda as an archetype. And how persuasive he was hmm. in this. Now, I don't believe it. I'm with you that, like, there's no way he's an architect. I've never seen any architect talk as succinctly and persuasively as Henry Fonda does in this movie. I, Correct me if I'm wrong. I have. You have? Yes. Well, when you think about the design part of it, like, we'll come up with concepts. And I'm not talking to an architect showing you something he drew on a napkin, then shows you his funky little car that he's been working on for 30 years. Well, there's a lot of hand wavy. It's like, yeah, you've got these little napkin sketches, but if you saw it out of context and without the storytelling, what's the point? You have a dead lobby syndrome. You have dead lobby syndrome. <laughs> now, what did you think about the lobby of the courthouse? It was, it definitely had dead lobby syndrome yeah. because you only saw little pockets of people. They didn't know where to stop, stand, celebrate. A lot of loud, bouncy marble was not very inviting. Not very inviting. Agreed. This will be the one moment of clarity I have all day. The rest of the time, it'll be a lot of mush mouth and laughing at nothing. Thanks, guys. Thanks you're for welcome. being here. You're welcome. Anytime. So this Clitty litter. Clitty litter. That is <laughs> this architect. Hilarious. This architect. Not. He did not have the beady glasses. He did not have the kooky car. We didn't know if he even had a car. He didn't have a horny best friend. He didn't have a horny best friend. And And the Asians weren't coming in. There's no Japanese businessman. There's no Japanese businessman. You know, if there was, he would have been like a misogo right kind of Japanese person. I got this pagoda building. This is going to be perfect. Hey, Mickey Rooney's coming into town. I was the biggest star. <laughs> Mickey Rooney's coming to town and he can fit my architectural model. Oh. Ugh. And for you, ladies and gentlemen listening, that when we say Mr. Go Right Ray, it's when you saw the, we call it yellow washing of Hollywood and people like Mickey Rooney playing an Asian person rather than an actual Asian person. Oh, and speaking of Jack Klugman. Uh... So, what do you call it when a total white guy plays an Italian? A greasy, a gre- a greasy. T- <laughs> I refuse. To, no, an Italian. Vince, what would you that call greasy that? Pasta Grease slurping. washing. <laughs> so Klugman's supposed to play an Italian. And what is is Klugman? Jewish. Is that German? Klugman. I would. I don't know. I. I would assume that uh, Jack Klugman is a Jewish man. Ah. I would. I'm. That's my guess. He that's looks a good super guess. cute, though. I like his eyes. He had really like nice eyelids. This is pre-wig, too. Yeah. Pre-wig. Pre-wig. But he did have like a serious side part. It was like yeah, it was. an inch above his ear. And yeah, that's that's over. called hip that, now. That, that's the way that's they hip wear it. That's the way those people wear it. Those people. Yeah. Is that how you wear it? When you aren't sporting? When, when, you're, when you're straight up. Slumming it? Like yeah. everything I have just sticks straight up. <laughs> yeah, so, everything. 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 Hey-o. Everything. 
Wow. Everything. <laughs> this. I'm just gonna leave the, this notebook right here. This this murder. Oh, this murder. This kid who's on trial oh, for for murdering his dad. <laughs> Vince's notebook gives him a hard on while he's sitting here. Damn it. Just laying in his lap. Um, oh, yucky. Because he's thinking about the notebook, you know, There's Rachel McAdams. Um, Never seen it. <laughs> I took great fucking offense at their one little, like, five minutes about women. Oh, I missed that. I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't pay attention to that well, portion. Well, they're kind of chatty. <laughs> the, the key witness who saw the murder oh, yes. through the L train. Yes. And we discovered... She has little divots on each side of her nose because she took her glasses off mm-hmm. because she's so vain. And where's a ton of makeup? She's 45. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> look, bitches, I'm 44. And yeah. And you have those little dip- one, things on the side. <laughs> one more year. So when you go to court, do you take your glasses off and hide them because you want because I want to think you I'm, want people to think you're really beautiful. I'm, like I'm Dan 35. Fielding. Yeah. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> This is not the first time night court has come up. (laughs) But I'm like, fuck all of those men. You know, fuck them all. Wait, they got a baseball game they have to go to. They're trying to get to the bottom of this. And you know what? Henry Fonda was right. Or no, it was the oldest dirt guy sitting next to Henry Fonda who cracked the code on this. McGurkle. McGurkle. And he turned E.G. Marshall, who is brilliant in this movie... That shot of him just watching everything E.G. Marshall believed throughout this whole process. And the oldest dirt guy just tearing it down in front of him. And E.G. Marshall was, and I like this character because he is, he's very logical, but he totally admit he's, yeah. he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm not, yeah, he's not guilty. Like just. And then started crying like a baby. Was that LJ? Was that, I mean, Lee J. Cobb that started crying because he started thinking of his kid? Yeah. Well, because Lee J. Cobb has a strained relationship with his kid and he's he's projecting his relationship with his kid onto the kid on trial saying that he's a piece of dirt. He doesn't love his dad because this kid on trial killed his dad. Right. That's why he's on trial. I've so, been talking to him in yeah. three years. And when he and he he throws out some, I don't know what he was throwing out of his pocket. Lee J. Cobb was throwing out his pocket at the end, but he happened to pull out a picture with his kid uh, yeah, on it, throws yeah. it on the table, and that's what breaks him. And he's just like, wait, you know. Oh, I thought he was I can't have- I can't send this kid to like I can't send him to jail because one, I don't know that he's, you know, guilty, but two, you know, his, his dad's been beating him. And, you know, like he can't project how he feels about his kid onto this kid and let him go to right. the chair. Well, he's like, if you're going to if you're going to go to prison, I want to make sure that you have at least a case of this marmalade. <laughs> you're, he's not that's going Jack to Warden. Get... Jack oh, Warden sorry, sorry. was sold the marmalade. <laughs> I hate marmalade. This is a capital trial. Um, oh, sorry. But at the end. So that was it. Uh, Lee J. Cobb was the last vote. That they wanted the turn because they they kept saying let's just do a mistrial let's go and catch the baseball game I got a lot of shit I got to do but the, they, the but, baseball game is canceled did you see how hard it was raining Come it was a well, hard the, rain with and, Christian Slater and Morgan Freeman um, but no, they cover the field they cover the field they they, they could have started again you know it's they 1957 man they cover the field 
You got Mickey Mantle, you got Roger Maris, you got a lot of things going so on. So did you so, notice that the foreman was wearing a knit shirt with a tie? Nice. He was essentially wearing like a polo shirt yes. with a necktie. Yes, nice. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you think this what the foreman... Fuck is that? Do you think this foreman still has his foreskin? Um... The uh, well, actually, given the, giving, the, giving year, the time in the year, was, uh... no, so they finally break uh, Lee J. Cobb and they go, Not guilty. This is actually like one of the quickest try like decisions ever because I mean, this movie is only an hour and a half. Um, it's because they had an effective floor plan 96 did. fucking minutes. So, so I really liked at the end, and I don't know about this, but uh. Uh, they break Lee J. Cobb and he's like destroyed and uh, Henry Fonda comes there and helps him put on his coat. He's like, here, it's time to go. Thanks, Kaiser. It's okay. Yep. And he like walks out. This is cool. What did you think of the floor plan of the apartment? Now there is some interior design. Uh, Those are some CAD drawings, pre-CAD. O-M-G. They use these to reenact... The witnesses, the, the limpy, the, the limpy witness, uh, number one, how far it would take to get to the stairwell hallway. and hear all these things. <laughs> I'm just 43 nope. feet of hallway of hallway, just a hallway. That's circulation. That's that's some serious dead lobby syndrome. If right I had there. to pee dead in the middle of the night, <laughs> lobby syndrome, I would have to, you'd have to limp down limp the hall <laughs> all the way down 43 feet to that itty bitty bathroom. But it also looked like there was like a closet that you could walk through. So you could walk through the closet? Like, if I was understanding their graphics correctly? No? No, no I thought... You're looking at me like, what the... No, I, I, I thought that there was a... Ba- wasn't there a bathroom in the apartment? Yeah, it was at the very end of the giant hall. The super long hallway. Oh, but I thought it was in looked, the apartment. If you looked at the... Uh, no, it's in the... The well, hallway is in the apartment. But where is the view of the L train? No, the, uh, that, the no, this is the neighbor that lives below. But... Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Right. Wait. Let's let's reset that. Okay. I'm going to kill you. Mhm. <laughs> Wait. Let's do it again. Uh, I'm lying. Uh, going to kill you. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm going to kill you. I'm yes. going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Okay. I am going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I'm going to cue you. <laughs> that's what they, they say in Unlawful Entry with uh, Kurt Russell and Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta goes up to Kurt Russell and you swear to God you hear him say, I'm going to cue you. <laughs> he says cue. He doesn't you. say he doesn't say kill. He says, I'm going to cue you. I'm going to cue you. Just say it with your mouth like that. Yeah, you know, I'm Italians. you. <laughs> Oh, Ray Liotta. Not, not really Italian. What? He's adopted. He's probably Slovak. Yay! <laughs> we love Slovaks. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Slovaks. I know. I'm with you guys. I'm like, well. I mean, what else I, uh, you want to talk about? I got nothing. I mean, this is. Uh, I hate that they had like. Ten minutes to talk about ladies being vain and shitty. Well, that, that they is wanted, true. That it's you know. True. It, <laughs> I mean, it's true. You know, you know, it's true, right? Right. I watched. I did watch the. Pre, the there was a preview that you could watch. I of did the notice movie. the difference on her nose now that you mentioned it. I didn't notice it before, but now that you mention it, they were there. <laughs> I know. And I was like, thinking, Kaiser Sosa, man. I'm yep. telling you, yep. he was just like hypnotizing. He was. Those he was people. playing everybody in there. 
He played everybody. When you watch the uh, the preview for this movie, uh-huh. the very end it says it's a battering ram of excitement. And they keep saying explosion and dynamite. Hmm. Really? That, yeah. I did not there get is, that. There is not one explosion. Battering no ram. And there's no battering ram. Battering. A battering ram. Battering ram. Of excitement. Are they talking about Martin Balsam's performance in this? I mean, I don't know. Uh, not guilty. <laughs> not guilty. Yeah, he's like, okay, not right. guilty. I guess not guilty. Jack Warden was also another one. He's like, listen, okay, I'm going to get out of here. Fine. Not guilty. Yeah, I'll change my mind. Yeah, let's do But it. the guy who is the immigrant, we don't know. He's like maybe Eastern yes. European. Ambiguously. Yeah, ambiguously immigrant. Guy. But he's just like, you just can't change your, you have to give a reason why. He's like, no, I don't have to tell no, you I don't why. have to tell you. I don't have to tell you why. Not guilty. Guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. guilty. I'm going to do it every time. Yeah. Guilty. Not guilty. I like that, guilty. though. He's like, he's like, be a man. <laughs> Tell us why. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to. Because I want to go to the ball game. I want to go to the ball why. game. <laughs> Get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, here. It's like, it's smoky. I'm dripping sweat. I'm wearing a the, hat. The goddamn so fan hot. doesn't work the unless fan. you turn the overhead it's light on. Done. Uh. Fixed. Uh, hey, it's fixed. It's fixed. Oh, Credits. This <laughs> tiny itty bitty fan is going to solve all of the circulation did problems it. in that hot Now we can room. stick around because the fan's on. Yeah, there and was a ladies' room. There was a men's and a women's restroom. Okay. A that man. was a palatial restroom. That restroom was giant. There's like one guy could stand all the way over on one corner and one guy could... And what was McGarkle doing in there? The beginning of the movie. McGarkle. That oh yeah, yeah. He dude. just left, right? He yeah. Just, like, was I'm, he just I'm, like taking a shit? I, I gotta and he's deuce like, it. I gotta deuce it oh, up. Oh, I here. thought he was like snorting a rail or dump something. Dumpity dump, and then I'm back Obviously. in. <laughs> you know, switchblades and cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen fifty-seven New York. Picture it now. The Great White Way. <laughs> well, you know, and it does date itself because. Peter Fonda was, or Peter Fonda, Henry Fonda was able to come in with a split switchblade of his own. Yes. He's like, look, I picked this up just down the street. You're like, you can't bring a weapon in here. He's like, I did. What are you going to yeah, do about it? Do? What are you going to do? I'll kill you too. I'll kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Kill you. Wait, lawful wait what's my line again? Yeah. <laughs> line? I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. I did. <laughs> you fucked it up again. That's like 90 takes. I did like when uh, Ed Bagley, Ed Bagel Sr. Uh, starts, he goes on his rampage, you know, those people, blah, blah. He goes on the rampage. But they all start slowly, like, just turning their back, their backs to him mm-hmm. and just, like, s- staring at walls and stuff. It I was... thought that was interesting. I was like, okay, uh, they're making a stance. But even but even Jack Warden was turning. I don't know. It was, it was just weird blocking in that scene or... I think Some that of was a choice. It was a total choice, yeah. but I, I, but I don't yeah. know. It was just kind of I liked it. Or the part where they're uh, they're all standing in like what looked like a tableau from Reservoir Do- Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, and then the lighting just slightly dims. Yep, and yeah. then they go back to sit to their chairs. Some good stuff. Yeah, it's just it was, a battering ram. It's a ex- battering. <laughs> you know, when I when I when I think of like explosive dynamite, a battering ram <laughs> of excitement, I'm thinking. 12 angry men. 12 angry men. Yeah. Bitches. 12 angry men. Yeah. And, you know, another important lesson we learned, mm-hmm. keep your glasses by the bedside table in case Always. you need to witness a crime through the L train. Always. Truth. True that. Mm-hmm. 
And if you have a hole in your pocket, sew it up. You don't want your switchblade falling yeah, you out don't of the hole lose in your, your pocket. Blade. Then Kaiser Sosa is going to pick it up and bring it to court. Yep. Oh. He was there the whole time. He was That's what I the mean. neighbor. He Do you did, think he, he was the neighbor? He is the murderer. That's what I'm saying. <gasps> he did it the whole time. He he engineered this whole thing. <gasps> Tell me more. What more is there to say? Well, why, I mean, what's the hey, motive? Why would he kill this kid's dad? Because he said, I'm going to kill you or kill you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand it's, it's nice that he got a little like you know whoa someone's gonna kill kill me but <laughs> like what what so was that the dad saying I'm going to kill you or no, was the it the son telling the dad I'm going to kill you <laughs> yes son father yes son I'm gonna kill you oh come on <laughs> little light my fire baby <laughs> <laughs> he took oh, a face like, from the, an ancient gallery and he walked on down the hall the and he goes mother yes son I want to fuck you mama all night long <laughs> oh, shit <laughs> you know it's the whole Oedipus you know thing you know, that's what he wanted to do <laughs> People are strange, man. Yeah, when you're a when stranger, you're a stranger, they are strange. strange. You know. Oh fuck. <laughs> so oh, we have boy. established now that Kaiser Sosa is the murderer. But why did he kill? The why kid's did he get dad? the kid off? It was the perfect crime. Mm-hmm. He, he committed the murder, and then he had maybe a... it was like a strangers on a train kind of thing. Oh, so they could have could have paid him. Could have like this Look, was an agreement. Once they acquit you, that's it. Once Dumb, you quit, you can't forget. Dumbbell indemnity. Dumb. <laughs> numbnull indemnity. Uh, it's we, dumbbell indemnity, dummy. Num, num, numbnull indemnity. <laughs> oh, so you don't kill him. Hey, baby. <laughs> hey, baby, we're going right, we're, we're to get away with this, baby. That's what I'm going to say. You know, you stuck with the plan, kid. You get, we, we, get, we get away with it. What do you call it? We call it numbnull indemnity. <laughs> Now you understand, kid. We're gonna get away with this. It's an insurance policy. This is this is gonna we're gonna get off scot free like cats on the hot tin roof. <laughs> what do you call it again? We call it nonnolinemini. <laughs> now get in the car. Give me my cigarettes and my whiskey, and we're out of here because we're gonna capitalize on this nonnolinemini. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <okay>. The end. <laughs> I am exhausted now. <laughs> the 12 angry men with num num <laughs> 12 angry men, they're gonna kill you. <laughs> this was a universal production. <laughs> so, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, would you hire... Henry Fonda, a.k.a. Davis, to be your design professional? No, because he'll probably persuade me into doing something I really don't want. (laughs) And then blame it on me later. When the building falls over, I'm going to be the one on trial for some reason. (sighs) You know? And he's going to capitalize off the num num clause (laughs) of our contract. And if you don't, he'll cue you. He's going to cue you. Vince? No way. At least not for an architect. I would hire him 
to kill you. To kill you. <laughs> this guy's a creep. He's I, a criminal mastermind. He is. And that's why I would hire him. Get something done? Fuck yeah. <laughs> if I miss a deadline, I want him on the phone with the client immediately. And like, no, you wanted things to get done faster. And It's like, hey, Davis, can you go talk to... I'm having a, this problem with a contractor. Can you go talk to him? And he and just go let, out there and like... I'm going to cue you. I'm going to cue you. <laughs> I love how Henry Fonda now has like a day. I'm going to cue you. What happened to the client? We haven't heard of them. Well, I heard that they're dead. Henry, do you know anything about this? They missed the deadline. <laughs> Did you just switchblade their, their, their chest? Well, there's a specific way you use a switchblade. And this is a unique I didn't do model. it. It's <laughs> I'm not going to capitalize on this, you see. I'm not going to get away with no, 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 no. It's the easiest movie title ever to say. Just flows off your tongue. No, 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 no. So, so, Roberta. Yeah. Yes. You, you would hire Davis. Fucking A, man. Hmm? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. I, I, I am living in fear of my personal safety in your office. Yeah, I will make him a business partner because he'll persuade me to do it. He's like, see that Woolworth building over there? I'm going to throw you off it, fool. You're hired. You're hired. Mm. How much do you want? Boom! I, I want white, it all. I want it all. White suit. And I want suit. it now. I want my money and I want it now. Guys? Yeah. That's it. That's the podcast. Thank goodness. Uh, our next episode will be our Christmas special. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm super excited. Um, I'll have to ask Joel what the title is. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's one or two out there. There might be one. Yeah, there might be one or two Another out there. Christmas banging cottage. You bet. Oh, I hope so. Version. Guys, do you have a question? you have a comment? By the way, thank you for listening. Oh, my gosh. I checked our stats. We were at 2,000 listeners. Well How did this happen? Well over 2,000. That's amazing. It went from like 600. So whoever you are, Closer if you're three. just doing data mining in the middle of Qatar, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> at least making our website and our RSS feed look amazing. I appreciate it. You got questions, you got comments, email us, info at starchitectspodcast.com. That's info at starchitectspodcast.com. You can rate us. You can do whatever you want. Leave a review on any of our platforms. Rate us? You can rate Visit us. Visit us on- I'm going to rate you. I'm, I'm going to wait you. I'm going to rape you. Rape. Did you. Did you say rape? No, I said rape. Okay, well, I'm going to go because... <laughs> and then I'll cue you. I'm going to cue you. Uh, Dead. Oh, golly. Alive. Uh, you can also see us on... Dead? Dead? Or alive? Alive. You can also visit us on our Facebook page and the Instas or our website. Starkitectspodcast.com. That's... Starkitectspodcast.com. Double indemnity dot no, it's num nemhini. I can't say that. Dot com. That's it. Thank you. Bye. Starkitects is a Penzac production. Executive producers Roberta Pennington and Jeff Walensky. Logo by Joel Walensky. Music by Better is the Enemy. 
Your reviewers today were Vince Galea, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington. Opinions of the show are solely those of the reviewers and not intended to be followed as professional advice or service. Follow Starkitects the Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website, starkitectspodcast.com. Me, I'm Roberta Pennington, and I'm missing Eliza Lopez. 